Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, it's Tuesday here on this show, and we got a lot to get into today, including the world-famous Raw Report coming up later on in this program. Fallout from the Survivor Series War Games show. And man, they got from now until the end of January. That's the next big pay-per-view, Royal Rumble at the end of January. No day one. So they got a long, long time to build. And that means that, hey, it's the holiday season. People are shopping, doing whatever. So, you know, they're not going to be the most exciting episodes. But they're going to be there, and they're going to do stuff, and they're going to have matches. But the big stuff is going to be coming in mid to late January. It's kind of a... Somewhat of a slow-holding building pattern until then. But we'll talk about the Raw Report here tonight. We've also got everybody's favorite show. NXT is taking place tonight. And we have six segments scheduled for the show, including a return to in-ring action of Jack. We'll tell you about all of the things coming up on the show. We've got Dynamite Ratings from Thanksgiving Eve, which actually... Did very well, considering that it was Thanksgiving Eve, which traditionally has not been a good night at all for AEW. But it ended up doing pretty well, frankly. We've got Impact into Zone. They've got a new deal. Andrade has got a torn peck, and we've got a couple of updates on that from last night. Stokely Hathaway talked about plans for the firm, which have gone all asunder. And when I read the interview quotes from Stokely, and you can see how things went asunder with The Firm because of what happened with CM Punk. Imagine how things went asunder with, like, MJF and Moxley and everybody that was involved with CM Punk. It was a, uh, it was quite the tornado. Anyway, back in a moment with more Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sembervivi may or may not be here today. He's handling business at his house. 
And uh, if he wants to talk about it, he can. But he's not here now, so he may be here before the show's over. He may not. But uh, we got a lot of news. And I would like to mention, again, that the auction for a co-host spot on The Brian and Vinny Show, well, it's up right now on uh, eBay. And it is linked up on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. You can go up there to the very top. It's stickied. Three days only, so uh, Thursday afternoon, the first one is over. We're only doing four. We only do it once a year. All of the donations, uh, whoever wins can co-host the Brian and Vinny, Granny, Craig, whatever show you want to do. And you could do it via Skype. You can wear a mask if you want. And uh, you can review a pay-per-view or the Retro Raw or AEW, NXT, whatever you want to do. You are the co-host on the show, and it is a tax-deductible, by the way, because your donation goes to Whale Scout, registered 501c3 nonprofit. So if you're looking for something to write off your taxes this year and have a good time and, and make a donation, well, this is your opportunity. So head up to eBay, co-host spot on Brian and Vinny's show, benefiting Whale Scout, or just go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Also... Even though they changed the name, you can still super follow me on Twitter. Now it's just called Subscribers. How boring. But anyway, if you are a super follower or a subscriber, I've got a thread up right now. You can ask questions for Lance Storm. We're doing the live Q&A that we do once a month. That's coming up at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today. If you are a video subscriber or if you are a Twitch subscriber... Uh, Twitch.tv slash F4W video, including if you're a subscriber via your Amazon Prime account. The Amazon Prime Twitter subscription is free every month. You just go to Twitch, go to sign up, link your Amazon Prime account, and you can sign up for free. No commercials on Observer Live. Enjoy these Q&As. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today if you want to uh, wa watch along and put your question in that chat box there. And uh, if you can't watch along live, or you are not a Twitch subscriber, but you are a super follower, you can ask questions there as well. We'll ask Lance, and uh, hopefully he can make through the show okay, because, man, that poor bloke was sick last week. Sick! Sick enough that he went to the hospital. So we'll talk to him about that here today. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. That's the plan. And then, of course, Brian and Vinny, Granny, Craig, Sean show tonight. Which I just want to uh, say, if it doesn't air tonight, it's not my fault. It is snowing now, our first snow of the year here in Seattle. And tonight, I am told, according to the National Weather Service, that we're going to get gale force winds. And oftentimes when that happens, we lose power. And you know what happens when we lose power here in this studio? Why we can't do a show. So, hopefully, uh, we make it through tonight. But, uh, yeah, this snow, let me tell you. Right now, at least, it's not sticking. All right, a couple of uh, news notes here. we got a lot of news to get into today. Tonight is uh, everyone's favorite show, NXT. We have got the participants for the Iron Survivor Challenge matches, which are coming up at NXT deadline. They will be revealed by... An eclectic group of legends. Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, Alundra Blaze, Molly Holly, and Road Dog. All right. We have Toxic Attraction, Mandy, Gigi, and JC. 
versus Katana Chance, Caden Carter, and Nikita Lyons. And my presumption is that the babyfaces win, pinning Gigi or JC, so that we can get a championship match. Because you don't need to do anything with Mandy, because Mandy's going to be facing the winner of this Iron Survivor Challenge, this clock-filled match coming up. Well, we could use some challengers for uh, for Gigi. Actually, I'm sorry, it'd be for Katana and Caden. They're the champs. Who cares? We've also got Roxanne Perez and Indy Hartwell. Fallon Henley will face Kiana James. The return to action of Dijak and old Von Wagner will be facing Malik Blade, who is, in fact, the one in the sweater vest, exactly as I said last week, which Mike ridiculed me for not knowing the difference, and he's the one who didn't know the difference. Malik Blade, whose sweater vest was destroyed. The sweater, the sweater vest that he wears in, uh, you know, in, uh, what do they call it? Tribute to his uh, father, I believe, was ripped to shreds by Von Wagner to the booze of the crowd. Well, tonight it's his chance at revenge facing Von Wagner. So that's coming up tonight. Can't wait to talk about it tomorrow. Now, last Wednesday was Dynamite, and it was the Thanksgiving Eve episode of the show. And last year did okay, but the previous two years absolutely died a death on Thanksgiving Eve. And so I figured that this show would die a death on Thanksgiving Eve. And in fact, it didn't. The show did 880,000 viewers, which astonishingly was up from the week prior. It actually did better than the previous Wednesday. 18 to 49, a .32 rating, up 14% from the prior week, and the best rating since the beginning of October. Huge increase in men 18 to 49, although the uh, women's audience, not good at all. In, uh, in 18 to 49 males, it did a .50, and, uh, and they beat Raw. There were, uh, there were several demos where AEW on uh, Thanksgiving Eve beat Monday Night Raw. And I know when, you, when we mentioned this, a lot of people were like, ah, doesn't count, total viewers, blah, blah, blah. And hey, you know, whatever, whatever you think counts or doesn't count, that's fine. But what matters is these ratings came out on Monday afternoon, and it turned out that Dynamite had beaten Raw in several demos, and it was moments after these numbers came out that Raw suddenly announced, the first hour is commercial-free. No reason to go commercial-free, no big football game. The reason was they got beaten by Dynamite in several demos, and they ain't going to have that happen this week. And so they went commercial-free in the first hour, which always results in a, uh, a large increase because I know that this is hard to believe, but many people tune out during commercials. Uh-huh. 
So when you don't have commercials, the first hour does way better. Now, the bad news is once you put the commercials back, then the show falls off a cliff. And on top of that, when you go commercial-free in the first hour, you have to load up commercials in hour two and hour three. I I, uh, I don't watch commercials. I, I start a little bit late. I skip through all the commercials. And I, I can get the show, I can get Raw done in 90 minutes. Because if you remove all of the commercials and all of the video packages, there is 30, let's, like, every time it's uncanny, there's 30 minutes of actual content per hour of raw so really if you skip all the commercials and video packs and everything it's really a 90 minute show which is not so bad but anyway uh the first hour had no commercials but the second and third hour had commercials and i skipped through the commercials and video packages and i still watched the show in 90 minutes which tells me there were way more commercials in the second and third hour than there normally are and when there's more commercials show falls off a cliff even harder. So my prediction for the rating, which will probably be out tomorrow, is that Raw's going to have a huge first hour and a massive second hour and third hour drop. And uh, that's just the way things go. So anyway, uh, we got uh, Impact into Zone, more news, the Raw Report, and more after the break. So stick around to Observer Live. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm an expert at skipping commercials. Somebody mentioned Dynamite you could get through quickly, but in fact you can't. If you, if you skip commercials and video packages, you can get through Raw in 90 minutes. And AEW rarely has video packages, so if you just skip commercials, you get through it in 90 minutes. And the reason for that, and I guess it's just the sheer number of advertisers WWE has compared to AEW maybe, is that the raw commercial breaks are all uh, usually three and a half minutes or four minutes long every time. And with AEW, the commercial breaks are all about three minutes, and they have a few that are 90 seconds. And so their their commercial periods are shorter. So actually, in terms of like the amount of content that you get on a show, commercial-free, video package-free content, Raw and Dynamite are both about 90 minutes. And SmackDown, you can watch, if you skip videos and, and commercials, you can watch all of SmackDown and NXT in an hour because that's how much filler they have on those shows. 
Now, granted, you know, you're watching a 90-minute Raw in three hours, and so if you don't skip the commercials and video packages, bro, that's a lot of filler. 90 minutes of filler in a, in a three-hour show is what you essentially get. Impact Wrestling and DAZN. Yes, DAZN still exists. Partnering together for an international distribution deal. They will, quote, deliver Anthem's Impact Wrestling to more than 170 countries worldwide beginning on November 29th. UK, Ireland, Switzerland, Austria, France, Poland, Spain, Italy, the Netherlands. What a name for a place, by the way. The Netherlands. Japan and Brazil. uh, Viewers in these countries will have access to weekly episodes of Impact, live specials, select titles from the archives, so Impact and DAZN are uh, are now working together. Guys, remember DAZN? I didn't even know it was still around, but apparently it is. So there you go. Who has who's watching DAZN? Anybody? Anybody out there watching DAZN? Not DAZN. DAZN. Okay. DAZN is still big internationally. I think this person says. Okay. Well, it's an international deal, so that's great. But uh, yeah, I haven't heard a lot about DAZN lately. But it exists. Andrade wrote on social media that he recently underwent surgery. Well, I'll finish, I'll finish this first. Torn pec muscle. He said he suffered the injury a few months ago during a match. My first surgery, I can't believe it happened, he wrote. A few months ago, I tore my pec. Thank God I could have and wanted to finish my match. Kept working because I love the business, but we know that many people do not value your effort. These days off, I took the opportunity. These days off. You can have a lot of days off, Andrade. Took the opportunity to go to the doctor. So uh, there was, uh, we did Observer Radio last night, and, you know, Dave was talking about the torn pec that Cody suffered, and, like, it's impossible to miss Cody's torn pec. Andrade claimed he got in a match, but they felt we should have noticed. And uh, the fact of the matter is uh, some people did, in fact, go back, and they found it. Uh, There were a couple of matches that he did, and you could see that he was very much favoring his arm. And uh, then there were also some pictures that came up, and you could see all of the bruising here. So what happened? He tore his pec. may not have been a major, off-the-bone, horrible thing. But he definitely tore his pec, and uh, he's undergone surgery, and he's going to recover, and then I would guess keep not being on AEW after that uh, fight that he had backstage with Sammy Guevara. So that's the update on him. Stokely Hathaway talked about plans the firm had, and uh, he said we were supposed to directly feud essentially with CM Punk. I was looking forward to that because I was hand chosen for the role. Won't go. I don't know the specifics, but CM Punk said, "Hey, I want to work with this guy. Holds a lot of weight. Means a lot to me, regardless of what has happened and what will happen." But of course, when everything happened with CM Punk, plans changed, and he says everyone's just trying to do their best and trying to figure out how to make this work because the original purpose of the firm isn't even a purpose anymore. And he talked about when he was in NXT. Stokely Hathaway said he woke up one day in February and felt miserable. He didn't know where he was or what he was doing, and he decided to commit himself to a mental institution over three days in Florida. He said it was akin to a prison with a cell and restrictions, 
and that after the three days, he thought that maybe he was better off mentally than he initially thought. He said he didn't tell anyone, couldn't use his phone outside getting someone to take care of his dog. He said they didn't do much for him in the facility, and that the experience was not beneficial for him. When he returned, he said he had to jump back into things, turned out a new contract, left the organization. He also said, quote, the wrong message came across during his widely seen comedy show comments about his time in WWE. And then in May, he made his debut for Double or Nothing. So best wishes, Stokely. Super talented guy. And uh, it's, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, this Stokely talking about how everything got thrown out of whack for the firm when CM Punk left. And if you look at how many things were were thrown out of whack, and then you think, you know, MJF was supposed to feud with Punk prior to uh, All Out. Then he was supposed to feud with Punk after All Out. In both cases, CM Punk first got injured, then there was the fight. And so, literally, there was uh, June, July, August, September, October. There's six months, and you know how Tony books, six months of storylines, which probably were quite intricate, all out the window, twice because of CM Punk, one of which was his fault and one of which was not. And so if you've been watching AEW, and I mean, we'll have to see, like, you know, where things go from here. But if you have been watching AEW for the last six months, and you're like, man, this thing is just like, you know, what's going on? This is this and this is that and blah, blah, blah. Six months worth of storylines either directly involving or, 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 you know, revolving around CM Punk. Six months worth of storylines all out the window. So now that they have got MJF as champion, which I'm pretty sure had been the plan, you know, for quite a while, uh, perhaps now everything will sort of start to be... Uh... And you also have to remember, like, Tony waited two years to debut those trios titles. And then he immediately, he waited two years to put them on the elite. They win the titles, and then they're also suspended due to the fight. And they're gone two, three months or whatever. So that was another huge arc that went all out the window. So now, with the exception of CM Punk, everybody's back. And uh, theoretically now, we should be getting back to what we saw prior to all of this hitting the fan. So I guess we shall see. By the way, has, uh, and by the, yeah, there's another one, like Adam Cole's injuries. You know, there were a lot of storylines involving Adam Cole. I'm sure there were a lot of storylines involving Hangman. He's out. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is Tony Khan's biggest challenge. And that is shifting when things go wrong. Because more things went wrong in the last six months than ever went wrong in the history of AEW. And uh, it's not like it ain't ever going to happen again. There's always going to be things going wrong. So he's going to have to figure out how to shift when everything goes wrong. And uh, and I'm sure that was a very stressful six-month period. Maybe he'll write about it someday, but probably not. Kyle O'Reilly, there's another one, yeah. All right. Um, how many people have seen the Teddy Hart documentary on Peacock? If you have... I would like you to email me, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, with your short review of it. Um, I've heard it's it's uh, it's certainly not good, obviously, if you know the story. It's not good, 
But as far as like the the documentary itself, I've had people raving about it. I've had people say it's great. It's a must watch. It is ten out of ten. Uh, people in wrestling uh, contacted me about it, and just intrigued. And you know, uh, you know, I had a few people say that. You know, for a long time, Teddy Hart was just this weird, wacky guy that people laughed at. And uh, it's, it's you know, someone here said, you know, I don't want to watch it because they may be glorifying him in some way. Uh, the review I got was that Teddy Hart was always a weird, wacky guy that people kind of laughed at in wrestling. But uh, they're not laughing now. So I don't think that he was painted in a uh, glorified light in any way. But if you have the, if you have, uh, if you watched it, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, send me a short review. And I will read some of them uh, after we go through the world-famous Raw Report coming up here after the break. You can also text me, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. 425-780-7566. We will, in fact, have time probably to read some stuff because that is the majority of the news here today couple of text messages before we go to the break. Uh, this person here says, Vince was the one who would suddenly unravel a whole storyline for the build to one pay-per-view. There is no reason why Triple H can't or won't still have Sammy with the bloodline a year from now with the split feeling like it's coming. All it takes is one enjoyable story beat every month or so. Well, um, I don't think it's going on that long. Because what you don't want to do when you have something like this is overstay your welcome. And right now they've hit on everything. And I think that doing the split around Montreal and doing that big tag title switch at WrestleMania, I think it'd be awesome. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. It is almost time for the world-famous Raw Report. But I would like to once more quickly plug at Brian Alvarez, sticky it up top. Three days only, first Brian and Vinny co-host spot. All proceeds benefiting Whale Scout, registered 501c3 nonprofit. If you win this auction on eBay, you will co-host with me, Vinny, Craig, any Brian and Vinny show you want, name the show. 
I may consider allowing you to choose the show we watch, but it ain't going to be The Room. It's not going to be any crap like that. They have a wrestling show, and I'd have to okay it. But you know what? You might love reviewing AEW and NXT with me and Vinny. Dragor wanted to review Full Gear, and he did, and it was great. So you get to pick. So, uh... And yes, people have been asking about Oreo co-hosting this year. I don't know why this came up again. Actually, I know why. Blame my wife. But uh, last year, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but A, uh, Oreo got, he he was drinking. He drank on the show. Then he was acting like an idiot. And then he got a big head. And then the next thing you know, he's got some stupid Twitter. So I don't want Oreo on the show this year. So uh, it ain't going to happen. Although he has asked to plead his case, so I, I, will, I will consider allowing him to plead his case, but not on video. If he wants to, if he wants to call in over the next couple of days, I will allow him to, uh, to plead his case. But I don't know if I would... Uh... Yeah, Dagan, he got banned. He was an idiot, and he tried to uh, take over the show. He didn't, he didn't know his place. So what happened with Oreo. So anyway, let's move on here. The world-famous Raw Report. Monday Night Raw opened up with Becky Lynch coming out. And she went into the crowd and just started talking to these blokes. And luckily, they were all gimmicks. They knew what to do. And she's doing her promo about being back and wanting to beat everyone's, uh, you know, kick, kick their butts or whatever. And then out comes Bailey. And Bailey limps to the ring. She looks like she can barely walk. And she gets in the ring. She cuts a promo on Becky. She challenges her to a fight. Becky's ready to fight, but then all of a sudden, from out of nowhere, come Dakota and Io. And they start brawling on the stairwell. And Becky starts running up these stairs. And all of a sudden, bro, you never saw Bailey run stairs as fast as she did with her allegedly bad leg. Man, she's sprinting up them stairs. And then they brawl up, and they're they're hitting each other with signs. And they're hitting each other with merch. The only thing they didn't hit each other with was like a, a foam hand. But they have this big brawl, and it gets broken up. And it was a good segment. I mean, it was fun. Becky and the crowd made her come off like a superstar. I mean, people were just going crazy for her. And she had the three-on-one-on-three on, uh, on fight. And, you know, it was, a, it was a good segment to open up the show. A lot of excitement. Then we had a long, a long ass segment here first it's Rhea Ripley versus Meechin Mia Yim and they come out and they wrestle for seven minutes and it was actually a pretty good match especially near the end they did some they did some cool stuff Mia looked way better than she did uh the last couple of weeks this was the best she's looked since she's returned and then they're in the ring Dominic gets on the apron and then into the ring AJ runs down, and he tackles Dominic. And they literally, they did a tackle, and they bumped over both of the women, which looked like someone could have gotten killed. And the ref calls for the DQ. And then Priest, Balor, Anderson, Gallows run down. Big brawl. Styles grabs the mic. He says, you know, I thought this was over at Survivor Series, but clearly it's not. So uh, let's get a ref down here. Let's do an eight-man tag with these two women. So they do an eight-man tag with two women, and it's Rhea, Dominic, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Mia Yim, AJ, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. 
and they went 15 minutes. And as I mentioned last night on the Brian or the Dave Show, Wrestling Observer Radio, there's there's two types of matches on Raw, and they're all long. Okay, the one kind of match is the match that's long, but it's exactly as long as it needs to be. And there were two of them on this show: the Street Profits match and the main event with Kevin Owens. Long matches, but they didn't feel a second too long. Then there's these. Long match, and it just felt like we got to put in some time here in this first hour. They went 15 minutes in this this eight-person tag. And it wasn't like an eight-person tag where it's like, tag, boom, big spot, high-flying, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're going to get the heat on Luke Gallows. Then he made a tag, and then they got the heat. On Carl Anderson. And they got the heat on Anderson for like nine minutes. They're just beating this poor bloke forever. And then finally the women get in there and the people got into that. They did a couple of spots. Mia gave a big body slam to Dom. And then uh, Rhea Ripley kicked her from behind. Riptide pinned her. Uh, this is far from over. And I don't know why they didn't do a Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. Because, I mean, it would have been it would have been good. Montez and Angelo Dawkins are back. Chad Gable and Otis showed up and and uh, set up a match for later on tonight. Bloodline segment. So they come out and they celebrate what happened at War Games. And Sammy does his promo and he says, you know, Jay, you didn't like me for a long time. Jimmy always liked me, but it was tough. And, uh, man, you know, we did it together at War Games. And they hug and the people go crazy. And then it's like Jimmy, Jay, and Sammy all doing this group hug. And they're like, come on, Solo, come on. And the fans want Solo to join the hug. And Solo's like, I ain't hugging. But then they're begging and they're begging. And finally he starts to look over and Kevin Owens' music hits. So we got six weeks or something like that till the Royal Rumble. We're doing a real slow build to Solo joining the group hug. Maybe they'll zoom out like the best friends. But anyway... Kevin Owens comes out and he says, you know, I'm not mad at you, Sammy, because I know why you did what you did. And we've been, we've been, they keep saying they've been friends for 20 years, which is irritating because they haven't been friends for 20 years, maybe in real life. But like in storyline, they've been friends, they've been enemies, they fought. They, I mean, it's been a very rocky 20-year relationship. But anyway, he goes, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to team with you. I, I turned on you plenty of times for the same reason you turned on me, but you know what? I'm just done with you. I don't want anything to do with you anymore, ever again. Sammy goes, good. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to team with you. I don't want to fight you. I just want you out of my life. And then Jay steps up and says, you know, if you got a problem with Sammy, you got a problem with me. And Kevin says, well, you know, I said I didn't want to team with Sammy. I don't want to fight him, but you know what? I want to fight you. Let's do it in the main event tonight. So away we go to the main event. Good segment. Candice promo. She uh, cuts a promo on Dakota Kai. And then we had uh, a segment backstage with Matt Riddle and Elias. Matt Riddle wants a team with Elias to go after the tag titles. Elias is like, bro, we've had one win. And Riddle says, come on, let's do this. And then Elias says, you know, I have never held gold here in WWE, which, in fact, he has if you can't the 24-7 title. But he says, I'd maybe I'd love to be the tag team champions. So the bloodline comes up. They said, never going to happen. 
But then Elias challenged them to a tag match. The Usos say anytime. Anytime, everybody, is next Monday night on Raw. Riddle and Elias are getting a shot at the tag team titles. I can't tell you how furious I'd be if they if they won, but they won't. Street Profits, Alpha Academy, 12 minutes. This was a very good match. The Street Profits look great. Alpha Academy, Chad Gable's unbelievable. Otis is just the fun, big, fat guy. They did a spot where Montez Ford gave Otis this awesome. You know what 2022 is? It's the year of the body slam. There's never been a better year for body slam since 1987. They had that body slam where Rhea Ripley gave that body slam to Gallows. And, dude, she lifted that. And, obviously, when you do a body slam, the other person helps you a little bit. But, I mean, they're going up for you. But, you know, how great it looks at the end also depends on if you can hold them there for a second. You know, like Luger couldn't hold Yokozuna. So Yokozuna went up for him, and it was kind of like a side world's strongest slam. But, man, Gallo starts going up for Rhea Ripley. And, man, she held him with one arm. And then she takes the other arm and tipped him over. That was awesome. And then, man, Montez Ford gave the world's slowest, most dramatic body slam to Otis in this match. He picked this dude up. He turned him over. He held him. And then it was so awesome. And then he hit the big splash at the end. He's coming off a, uh, you know, calf injury. You know your calf is? It's not a baby cow. It's a muscle in your leg that is used to jump. Well, his was ruined. It was He was hurt. And then he came back, and he jumped higher than ever off that top rope for this big splash. So, holy smokes. Then we had an Austin Theory promo, tough guy promo. You know the gimmick. And then out comes Seth Rollins. It is my, it is my weekly chance to tell you how much I hate, I hate this gimmick. No, I don't want to hear, hey, I know you hate it, but the people love it. They love to sing. Dude, they'd love to sing whether he came out in women's lingerie or not. I don't know what this dude was wearing. And it's one thing if you come out in women's lingerie because, like, your gimmick is you wear women's lingerie. That's fine. Whatever. But I don't think that's Seth's gimmick. I don't know what his gimmick is. He comes out in a stupid outfit. He lost his title the night before. His main concern is, hey... You know, before I talk to you, I want to hear the people sing my song. They sing a song. Then he's laughing. He's doing comedy. And then, you know, he wants a match, but but uh, Theory says no. And then Rollins says, well, congratulations, kid. Ha, 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 ha. It is a stupid laugh. I'm like, dude, this gimmick sucks. It sucks. So then it was over, and I was over it. Dexter Loomis and The Miz. Ten minutes, not a lot of heat. Dexter Loomis beat him up, and he beat him up, and he beat him up, and he beat him up. Miz got one into the buckle, roll up, feet on the ropes, near fall, and then Dexter choked him out, one. And then Dexter got his bag of money, and he's handing out money to all the kids. Miz jumps him from behind. He steals money from a child. He takes money from a little kid, $100. Fans are furious. But then Gargano comes out, bam, takes the money from Miz and gives it back to the little kid. Everyone's so happy. Him and Dexter do the thumbs up. And you know what? This storyline sucked. It sucked. But the one difference between Triple H and Vince 
is that Vince would do storylines that sucked, but they would have no beginning, middle, and end. It would just be, this sucks. Remember the egg? What was the payoff for the golden egg? There was no payoff. It just sucked. Everything about it sucked. There was no story. This sucked, but you know what? It was a story with a beginning. It was a story with the middle. We found out what was actually going on. Then it built to the the payoff, the end. They paid it off. They had a happy ending. A kid got $100, and you know what? Fine. But can we move on now from The Miz and Dexter Loomis? Candice LeRae beat Dakota Kai. They had a good match. Candice won. She's getting her revenge. And then in the main event, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, 21 minutes. They're setting up Kevin Owens for a feud with Roman Reigns. So, man, it was looking dire. But then he hit that stunner, got the pin, and they got out of there. Kevin Owens with the win. Great match between two injured guys, as I'll talk about after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. So, yeah, Kevin Owens, bad knee. Jey Uso, broken hand. And, man, they got in there, and you would never know they were hurt. They worked so hard, and they had such a good match, and the near falls at the end were awesome. Flying super kicks and stuff like that. And then, finally, that big uh, kaboom. The big stunner for the pin. And, man, they're going to try. And they got they got six weeks, but it's just hard when you got a Roman Reigns that you've built up so strong and you never give anybody anything on the guy. What it leads to is nobody believing anybody's going to beat him. He leaves with a Hulk Hogan. It was like Earthquake squashed him on the Brother Love Show. And you think, maybe. Man. But anyway, that was Raw. That was a uh, fine show. We'll get the ratings. I think we'll get the ratings uh, soon. But you know how it is when the holidays come up. Throws Nielsen off for weeks here in 2022. Awfully hard to push those buttons. So anyway, the uh, plan for the day. In an hour, Lance Storm is going to be up. It'll be simulcast on both video.f4wonline.com, our YouTube channel, and also twitch.tv slash f4wvideo. Must be a member. You can sign up for both. Uh, video.f4wonline.com. You can watch all of our shows live, and you can get archives dating back years. The archive did get screwed up, but we put a ticket into YouTube, and hopefully we can get that fixed. They're all there. They're just ranked all weird. It was annoying. But uh, twitch.tv slash f4wvideo, you can watch Observer live for free and uh, whatever simulcast we do. And that one you can get free with your Amazon Prime account. Just sign up and... uh, and link your Amazon Prime account. You get a free Twitch subscription every month. Free. Free! So that's going to be in an hour tonight. The Brian and Vinny, Granny, Craig, and Sean show. Providing weather allows it. And then back tomorrow here for more. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.